This week on the BAMFcast, bullets do not go where you wish, they go where you aim. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, hey. BAMFcast. BAMFcast. Episode 592. Check us out. Yeah. gracious. Numbers keep going up. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bad Movie Fiends podcast is we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Yeah. So that's the name. So. Uh, then we talk about them for a while. Usually kind of recapping the plot. And uh, then mm-hmm. they get ratings. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Ooh, we like robot jocks. See, robot jocks Quite a bit. good, great, yeah. bad movie. Pretty good. Right. However, there are just straight bad, bad movies. Does it stay away? They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags. Those giant bags of trash. Yeah. Toss them. We don't like them. So, some 592 odd episodes plus some things that aren't numbered properly and whatnot. And I think uh, we find ourselves with something new. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Do we? Uh, I believe this is the first official movie that we've watched that is credited to Alan Smithy. I asked Chuck. Uh-huh. This is our second. Second. Oh my god. Maniac Cop three. We watched three. I thought we only watched. Wait, was that three. extra or? It might have been extra. Okay, okay, so that doesn't count. Y'all, okay. all, y'all I, I were always. I was not there for whenever I you mean, guys watched it. I mean, so. I know we did one and two, and yeah. like two was great. I don't. I, yeah, two's awesome. Yeah. But but three was also Alan Smith. Okay. All right. Well, but I, we I are, sit corrected, perhaps. Unless it's extra, and right. then you were 100% right. Well, I, I was also there, count. so I'm still wrong. So yeah. Episode 509, Maniac Cop 3, Yeet and Skeet. <laughs> That's a good title. It is. <laughs> it's a very good title. <laughs> Yeet and Skeet. Jesus Christ. Don't uh, even want to know. But right, yes, well, okay, so never this mind. is an Alan Smithy movie by... It's a thing we haven't seen for some 70-something episodes. <laughs> 80, I can do math yeah. sometimes. Uh, anywho, um... Anyway, yes, it's an Alan Smithy movie. Uh, actually, truly directed by Stuart Rosenberg. Correct. Yes. Who uh, most famously directed Cool Hand Luke. Yep. Yes. There was a little Wild. tiff in post-production about uh, some reshoots. It's a tale as old as time, and especially uh, one that we hear about these days. A tiff about but, reshoots and um, Dan Harmon, who... Is not the star. Is that his name, Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon no. made Community and right. Rick and Morty. This is Mark yeah. Harmon. This is Mark Harmon. Mark his, Harmon, yeah. His yeah. cousin. Have we said the name? Uh, no, we haven't actually. It's oh, let's, let's get Harry from 1986. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but yes, Mark yeah. Harmon, not Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon's brother-in-law, Mark. <laughs> sure. I think believe he is actually related Dan to Harman's... Angie Harmon, but not Mark or, or Dan Harmon, as far as I know. Dan Harmon's sexy, sexy dad. All right, Mark Harmon. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, speaking of. Speaking of sexy, uh, I believe during like either production or post-production, he was actually awarded like sexiest man alive, mm-hmm. and so the TriStar Pictures wanted to make him a bigger feature I see. in this film. So they did some reshoots and some recuts, which led to the Alan Smithying. And of this Stu film. said, "Fuck this, mm. you prick-ass said, studio executives! You have ruined the integrity of yeah. my '80s <laughs> action movie." movie. Centered around cocaine and pipe workers. Uh, it's a good strip club name. <laughs> cocaine and pipe workers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not putting my name on this. <laughs> Thou canst go fuck thyself. Yeah. yeah. 
Something like that. Uh, other other than that, a uh, <laughs> little bit of trivia. We should uh, probably talk about some people that are in this, because there, there are some people in this movie, man. Dan Harmon's sexy dad, Dan- Mark, Mark Harmon. Harmon. Yes. Yes. First the apple on the fell list. really far from that tree. Mark Harmon is in this, yes. Uh, he is. Robert, he, he is the Harry. He's the titular Harry, he, though he's really not that much of a character. Right. They check back in on him a few he's times. He's supposed to be sort of a MacGuffin, which is, there's, I believe there's a Hitchcock movie with Harry in the title, and mm-hmm. he loved MacGuffins. Anyway, yep. uh, but yes, uh, I digress. Uh, also, we have, uh, I guess we'll tar- start, start with the biggest people, and then we'll get to actually the people that are probably in the movie Oh, more. like Glenn Fry. Well, I was going to say, like, Robert Duvall is in this. Oh, yeah, him too. Um, and uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you say Glenn Fry, a.k.a. Eagle? Yes. Yeah. Eagle Glenn Fry. Yeah. Is he, does he take credit as singular eagle? On I, oh, I'm sorry, it's eagles. On IMDb, oh. he is listed as also known as eagles. <laughs> Not the eagles, just okay. eagles. That's when you get the fun quirks of like their system being like, well, if they're credited for the music... They need to be credited as the Eagles. Right. And so they're like, Glenn Fry. Eagles. Doing business as DBA. Eagles. Eagles, Eagles LLC. <laughs> well, yeah. Eagle, like, fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, the Eagles is definitely. Oh, they, you they want, are, they're the you biggest. Want, you they want the in, most limited We might get a copyright strike just for mentioning their name. Just they're the biggest the Eagles, assholes yeah. on, on YouTube. Oh, then I should probably not make all the jokes I was going to make. No, please, go ahead and make uh, them. Okay. Make we them. don't give a shit about this Yeah, channel. it's not Great. like we're monetized anymore. Yeah. We'll just start a new one. Yeah. Our three fans well, will follow us. Yeah. Okay. Kyle will be there. Thanks, anyway, Kyle. we'll start with like the most uh, prominent people, I, I suppose. Like okay. Robert Duvall is in this movie. Uh, Gary, Gerald Busey is in this. <laughs> Gerald, yes. Um, uh, then I guess we go down from there. Yeah. Then, then we got Tom Wilson, a.k.a. Biff from... Yeah, Biff Tannen. Yeah, Back to the Futures. Um, let's see. Uh, Rick Rossovich. Yeah, Rick, Rick Rossovich. Uh, of Top Gun. Yeah, fans. Slider. Sli- I always I remember what his oh, fucking handle yeah. was. Slider Man, you stink. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see who else. Oh, there's the 16 Candles guy who looks a lot like Matt Dillon, but it's not yeah. Matt Dillon. Uh, yeah, that guy was Jake. Yeah, I don't know his actual I think name. that's his ni- real name's Michael Schofling. Sheffling. All right. Yeah. Sure. Why let's not? go with that. And then, yes, and then Glenn Fry kind of rounds out the little posse, and, kind of the main posse anyway. Uh, also, sort of, mm-hmm. I mean, Elpidia Carrillo mm-hmm. from Predator. Basically, almost kind of like the same character as Predator. <laughs> it sure feels like. She's, her character's not exactly. But a year before. Very, yeah, not very well defined in this. I mean, it's like, I don't know if she was. I don't know. There, there's there's a lot of potholes in this movie, yeah. most likely due to the reshoots and cutting and cutting around things mm-hmm. and trying to shorten or whatever they did to this movie in post-production. Yeah, but she showed up and both Harlow and I are like, is that the chick from Predator? Yeah, I mean, it was like, took me like two seconds before yeah. I was like, she didn't really have to talk. I was just like, I've seen Predator that many times. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's lots of, like, other people that will, like, show up and you'll be like, oh, hey, you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Deep Throat from the X-Files yeah. shows up. As of course a government agent. Yeah, because <laughs> like I think the, that guy was destined to be government agents his entire life. And yeah. the I don't know the embassy or CIA, CIA guy, whatever that they send in to 
pick him up the first time is that he, he looks sort of like Gomez Adams, but it's not Gomez Adams. It's mm. just he's a that guy you see in a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the plot. Honestly, I kind of love the idea of the plot, especially yeah. for an 80s movie. Sure. Where it's uh, so this guy, Harry, has been kidnapped by the cartel. By the Hendersons. In, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Harry has been kidnapped by cartel people along with some kind of U.S. diplomat. He was working in Colombia on a, a dam, or hydroelectric something. dam. It, yeah, a dam. And their their jobs and what their job description and everything in this movie is very confusing because throughout this movie they identify themselves as plumbers. Yes. Harry included. What a what a plumber, an actual plumber, would need to be sent to Colombia. Yeah, to work on. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, clear he's just he's some kind of engineer for it. That's right, all we know because yeah. he's been on a six month contract, and of course he's going back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. However, kidnapped by the cartel, government's like, hey, we don't deal with terrorists. We don't negotiate. Also, yeah. this is just a you know a low rent diplomat, and yeah, some the guy. he's an yeah. ambassador of some sort, and they're like, we just don't really yeah, we give can't, a shit about this. Yeah, guy. we can't start an international incident or Harry. But apparently, like Harry is is like the Michael Jordan of this town, because I mean, like, it's Aurora, Illinois. They don't have much. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they are seem so to like him, pumped so I don't know that Harry's going to be back. Well, he is Dan Harmon's sexy, sexy dad. So yes, I'm just why saying, wouldn't they? I mean, maybe it's more like uh, Kawhi Leonard or someone who gives lots of things away and does good things for the people but i'm just saying like a beloved yeah. like person who like everyone owes some everyone in this town loves Harry's, harry yeah that, they, that's they that's all we know some way, yeah. yeah everyone loves him and he's supposed to come back that day and then the dad gets the call from the government that says hey harry was kidnapped they're not gonna get him <laughs> yeah it's like his sad welcome on banners there yeah. the dad's just <laughs> yeah. sitting there like drinking in the dark like mm-hmm. harry's been kidnapped yeah and, and then just berating the, not berating, but like passive aggressively berating the, the younger son. He'd be like, well, if Harry's here, he'd know what to do. Well, this, this is after, so they immediately montage into like, we're, him and Tom Wilson are like, we're flying to DC and we're going to talk to people in charge and get some answers. Yeah. And they montage their way through DC till they end up in, in Deep Throat's office. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, that sounds weird, but you know, the X-Files guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and he's basically, he kind of gives him the story. It's like, look, kids, like, I'm going to level with you. Like, nobody involved in this is important enough for us to risk anything. You should mm-hmm. just go home. Sorry, it is what it is. And when he comes home, and that's when the dad gives him, like, if, hello, stomach. It, when he comes home, his dad's like, well, Perry, Harry wouldn't have taken no for an answer. This is when he kind of gives him, like, mm-hmm. the wrong kid got kidnapped speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, all, all but saying that. I mean, it's just yeah. like, you know, Harry would have not taken no for an answer. He, he would have gone out and gotten you somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And then some indeterminate time passes. I don't know, because it seems like... It's it was, not long. It seems like it was Christmas, and then there's like maybe Happy New Year's things up. I don't know. So. No, it, I think it was Christmas because I want to say they had a a, uh, a week deadline. Okay. Like as in a W-E-E-K, not a week. Mm, right. I understand. Limp deadline. But a like bare naked deadline. Yeah, a half yes. a fortnight. Yeah, they, but they, they have a, a deadline of a week. So I, I honestly think like it's in it's within like a day or so. But either way, like it's Christmas. That's I, I that's why Chuck picked this movie. Sure. <laughs> it's Christmas. It is. a Let's yes. get Harry is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Let, let's let's get that out of the way. Um, I can argue against it if you'd like for the drama. No, because I would agree with you. Okay. 
because Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie either. So fuck off well, with it. it but we, it is. we won't rehash this, but I know. Let's get Harry has nothing to do with Christmas. It just has a Christmas setting. It has one Christmas tree. Yes, yeah. it does have one Christmas tree. But anyway, uh, he basically hatches the plan while they're trying to watch uh, some Sunday afternoon football. He gets pissed. He's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're watching football. And they're like, what do you want us to do? And this is when we get the, hey, man, if it was one of us, Harry would do it. We need to go down there. Let's get Harry. Which is the title of the movie. Which is the title of the movie. And then we're all like, and then they're all like, wait, what? He's like, (laughs) yeah, we, we hire, we hire some mercs or something and we go down there and we get him. Yeah. Their, their first idea is basically have the, the Deadpool two superhero tryouts. I mean, they basically like have a, 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 you know, a casting table in a garage and they open up the garage door and like random freaks come. Actually, the first guy seems like he might be okay. Like it's, you know, he's a little out there because he's like, I don't have a name. Just call me Rambo. And as he takes off his, he has like a sort of like a cloak on, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. <laughs> he kind of like yeah. loses the cloak and he's got uh, like a karate gi and headband mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't, it's, I don't know. Yeah. And then there's another guy who just seems to be just an, a knives expert. Mm-hmm. He loves throwing knives. Seems like that guy might have been okay, too, especially compared to what they were bringing to the table. Except I think he cut his hand when he was doing the butterfly knife flip because, oh. like, he does that, and then he kind of, like, licks his hand mm. kind of subtly after that. Maybe. Which, okay. Yeah. Sure. But, yes. It, 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 and then there's one guy who just has a bottle of pills <laughs> and, a flask. and a flask, and he just starts shoving the pills in and sipping the flask. Yeah, and then he finishes it with, a, it's it's for the potential malaria <laughs> where we're going i guess yeah oh so it's like a far cry game yeah yeah look out eagles yeah are in this movie yeah. um but yeah uh <laughs> uh yeah I but, mean, it, and it then goes, eventually yeah there's there's uh we'll have oh there's talking about like weird like oh hey it's that guy uh the very last guy i don't know if I don't know if it was implied that the character in the movie had no arms that he had like blown them off <laughs> or if the guy was just sitting really weird with his arm so that it looked like he had no arms yeah. but that that actor in that weird little bit part was the guy who was i'm pretty sure was the guy who was napoleon and bill and ted's excellent adventure oh, okay i'm That's like i'm weird almost right. positive but i didn't look it up i'm just this is my 80s brain doing the work for me um anywho but yeah it's just they go like it starts off with like a couple people who might be okay down to like you know drug addict and then possibly guy with no arms and then and then they're like well that was kind of useless and that's when Robert Duvall comes up from like out of the shadows. Like, yeah, <laughs> and it's, it almost, it almost feels like a police squad lie. Cause they're like, how did you get in here? Get in here? And he's like, well, in this situation, I used the door. <laughs> and it's like, that's not what you meant. Like the, the door was open over here. You came from back yeah, yeah. behind us anyway. Mm-hmm. But yes, he's, his qualifications are that he's got a congressional medal of honor. Yeah. He's got a fight. I mean, I mean, he just carries that around. I mean, it's like, that's his resume. And I I suppose, fair, I don't know anyone that has one. So maybe that is just, maybe it's like when you have an Oscar, you're like, uh, we'd like you to come in and audition. And you just go clunk. And it's like, uh, he says no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Um, But yeah, he's just like, uh, we're going to do this and you need to be all in. You were right. It was Napoleon. Yeah, I know. It's weird. dumb shit. Well done. Terry Camilleri. Anyway. But yeah, uh, Robert Duvall basically convinces them by sheer power of being Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, who's also like he's completely shaved his head in this one. Like, I mean, not like just like you know, he's kind of shaved head in like Apocalypse Now. I mean, like you know, he's and he's got a and he's got a goatee. Honestly, he looks pretty badass. He does. Like he's kind of awesome throughout this entire yeah, movie. He's got Except. he's got that like Ben Kingsley sexy beast. Like it's like he's yeah. a slightly older guy that I still would not fuck with. Like you know, it's yeah. like yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he's not. a little bit like he's a little bit thin. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem though is this fucking dude does not know where to how to wear a hat. Like it's it's two sizes <laughs> too small for his head, so it stays perched atop his yep. head. Unlike but any it other person, come off. It yeah, does, no, it uh, he has a Yankees cap that wears more like a yarmulke. It's just like it's yeah. kinda. It's 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 weird. It yeah. is really weird, but I love it because every scene is like, "What is with his hat?" Yeah, and it's like, "Don't ask questions about Duval's hat." It's a it's a character quirk, and I wouldn't be surprised if Duval chose that himself. Apparently, he did a bunch of research on mercenary dudes and. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. But apparently he imitated the one mercenary dude that he trained with for like two weeks. Yeah. A yeah. whole lot, I guess. Yeah. But hey, whatever works, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, all right, this is the guy. But and and keep in mind, the crew right now is is Biff Tannen, the brother. Um, uh, Rick Rossovich mm-hmm. and Glenn Fry and Glenn Fry. Yeah. Also, Glenn Fry has a cocaine problem. Just tossing it out there, going to Columbia. Also, his character has a cocaine problem in this movie. <laughs> yes. To clarify, before you get litigious, Glenn Fry, <laughs> I'm just your daring character to sue me into the ground. Yeah. No, it. Glenn Fry's character, Spence. He likes the booger sugar. What can I say? <laughs> Kept us in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was trying to figure out which term to go with. And, oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, but so it's the four of them right now, and Rick Rossovich is never entirely in on it. But he also seems to be the only one who has any like actual ties. Like he actually, yeah. ha- actually has family ties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah. I mean, Grown full ladies with Harry and the Henderson family ties. Yeah, because because younger brother. I mean, he's got a dad who fucking hates him. Because he's not Mark Harmon, this world's sexiest man. It's true. I mean, yeah, I, he, he's like you're Corey. Wait. Yeah, I just thought he was like fake Matt Dillon. So yeah, you know, like not even that. Yeah, like Kevin Dillon. <laughs> there are worse fates. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but um, but but yes, but none of them really have anything to live for except working at a factory and growing out. But yeah. but still, it's like. You know, you guys are former co-workers, and if someone was like, hey, Harlow got kidnapped by drug lords in Columbia, I'd be like, oh, man, I really liked that guy. And that would probably be the extent of it. I want to go. <laughs> I got to really have to know the guy. I just be the guy, like, can I go? <laughs> I look. I don't want to die. Like, 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 the bonds are strong. I don't want to die either. I want to live. <laughs> It's just that's that's the problem with the premise is this isn't like, you know, I he's got four brothers and they're all going to go in like you do that. You sell me when it's like, yeah, yeah, we all work together. It's not going to happen. That's I, not selling look, me at all. There's some people that I have well, like you guys I met through yeah. work. I love you guys. 
I would do a lot of shit for you guys. Yes. I am not going to Colombia to rescue you from a fucking drug lord. Correct. Like even us with Wait, no now? backup. Oh, yeah, man, us. <laughs> yeah, Fuck with you guys. No backup. Uh, yeah, no backup. Like, with an old guy who scares the shit out of you. Nope. Yeah. Not doing it. And no. especially not for 99.9% of the rest of those fucks. This includes yeah. all past and present coworkers and all future coworkers. Yeah. There are some past coworkers where I would go there to be sure I saw when they executed that person. Yes. That list is way longer. Than- and I would be like, dude, are you going to use fire? Because I would like to watch that part. One of those I would things. petition the government. I would petition the government to not rescue them. Yeah. One of those things I'm not supposed to buy because they fund terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Let me <laughs> buy those. Let me buy. Yeah. Uh, you mean cocaine? Oh well, yeah. sure. Okay. Yes. That's a win-win. <laughs> you right. Can, you can help get the person you want to die to die. Yeah. Get a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. But anyway, they don't have the money. That's the problem. They don't have the money to hire Robert Duvall, and they don't have the money to get there. Mm-hmm. Enter smiling, smiling Jack. Yep, yeah, smiling yep. Jack Gary Busey, uh-huh. who is uh, the local car dealer. We were introduced to him on, via television, and mm-hmm. then he uh, he gives some pseudo uh, sympathies in a bar when they're all kind of moping. Yeah, um, buys them around or something. But well, yeah, yeah, and he's just like, man, Harry, good guy. Yeah. Well, man, back in the day, we yeah. would have sent in a platoon by now. It's just not right. And yeah, you need um, you need help. Let me know. So they're like, hey, remember that you need help, let me know thing? Well, we're here at your car dealership, and we would like some help. Yeah. And they 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 honey pot them somehow or something. I don't, there's no well, lady involved. I mean, they, they, back, they back them into, like, this dumb corner of, like, they're like, we need f- about $40,000 to, to borrow to, to get this done. And he's just like, ooh, 40000 that's a lot. Ooh. Yeah. And, and he's got all these taxidermied animals on his wall from, you know, like exotic animals, not just, like, deer and shit. Um. But yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you get all these yourself." And, yeah, yeah. Glenn, Glenn Fry gets him to brag about all of them. Yeah, and he they basically embarrass him because he spent all this money going on these exotic hunting trips and getting all of these uh, taxidermied. And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, I see your point. I can spend all this money here, but I won't spend it on the world's sexiest man, Dan yeah. Harmon's dad." Yeah. <laughs> but there's a stipulation. He's like, "All right, I'll give you guys money, but I'm not paying for a hunt. I'm not going on." So they're like, "All right, so we got to take Busey." So wild card bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, the best decision this movie could have made yep. was making sure that Gary Busey went along. Well, also he's like the only one actually trained in firearms who actually knows how to fire them or do anything yes. with them. So <laughs> it's probably for the best that he came along. Yes. Yeah. But then they and then they have to convince Rick Rosovich that he's got to come along, which they do. It's kind of like you, you're never shown like you. It's presented. You're watching the guys in the car watching Glenn Fry convince him or no, you're watching Biff Tannen convince him to yeah, to come along. Sure. But either way, like you, you don't hear what he says. You don't hear how he does it. But yeah, he just like, turns around, gives the thumbs up. Like, yeah, he's, he's in. He's in. And then you see him. Yeah, they, and then you see him apologize to his wife, and you're like, "Oh, he's so fucking yeah, dead." I've got the Norman Rockwell like vignette of the picture. He's <laughs> just like him and his wife, and she's just like, "What? Yeah. You're going to Columbia?" Yeah, and it's like in front of the Christmas tree. It's all yeah. of it. It's... Like, bring me some cocaine, I guess, and chocolate <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> bring me some of that sweet, sweet yayo. Uh, but yeah, so he's in, and so they're going. 
and uh, yeah. <laughs> they they get down there and uh, it, it moves pretty quick because they're like, all right, we're here's where we're uh, we're hitching a ride on a drug smuggling plane. And I so believe, yeah, and yeah, Duvall talks him into the letting him on, and Harlow noticed something about the pilot in that the pilot oh, yeah. the pilot of this plane has an eye patch, mm-hmm. but he's wearing a Mickey Mouse t shirt. Mm-hmm. That has an eye patch, just like his on Mickey Mouse, and yep. you actually had to rewind it because you're like, you guys missed that. We're like, yep. what, what was it? What are you what are you talking about? I I only caught it like the very last second. Yeah. I was not paying attention to a shirt. I I think what made me pay attention to the shirt was just the fact that like it it wasn't doing. <laughs> What was manifesting in my brain was that here was our welcome to Columbia moment, and we, here we have Robert Duvall wearing this, Ill, you know, world's ill-fittingest uh, New York Yankees cap, talking to a guy in a Mickey Mouse t-shirt, and I'm just like, "Welcome to not America, folks!" <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. right. and I, that's why I glanced down at his shirt and was like, "Oh, hey, it's got a, yep. it's got an eye patch too." Yeah, I think it's Rick Rossovich again that is like, "I don't know about this. Look at all that cocaine." Uh, Glenn Fry is definitely into it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they're, they're, <laughs> he's like, yeah. Look at all that cocaine. Yeah. Actually, their their first their first stop in Colombia was like straight to airboats. They they started off on airboats mm. for so I don't know how they got there, but they were just yeah. shown like Busey shown chomping on a cigar, which he is in most scenes, um, while they're just hauling yep. ass in their airboats. But yes, then they get to the drunk plane, and he has a problem with getting on the same plane as the cocaine. I guess. Mm-hmm. I think he's just looking for an excuse to pussy out basically yes. the whole time you know and this just was like i thought no that's bad yeah but uh he's looking for any excuse for them to call it off yeah really uh so then they get where they're going and where they're going is to get transportation i guess yeah i think they're just flying deeper into country right. and then they get to the airstrip where they normally do all of the cocaining yeah and they buy a renault or a renault if you're a civilized person mm-hmm for 3000 American dollars. And this is the first of many times that they will buy something in Colombia for 3000 American dollars. Yeah. 3000 seems to be the magic number around there. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. Do you want a gun? $3000. <laughs> Do you want a 1973 Renault? <laughs> like 3000. $3, you want to buy off a local dude? $3000. Yeah. But the thing is, like, they go through this whole thing about the about the car, and then they stuff all six of them in the car, and then they see jeeps coming that are like have military dudes in them. Yeah, they call them the military police, or I guess you know, it's, it's like the federales, for lack of a better term. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know what well, Columbia's version of that is. But. It's just a really weird. Neither do the filmmakers. It's a really weird chase scene because the guy in the plane's like, "All right, uh, adios, muchachos," and takes off, and they. Like, do all this to get the car started, and then they take off, like, literally 30 yards in front of the MPs. Yeah. You know, the, the whoever they are, the Federales, and then they're just like, oh, well. And they and then they have to dump all the guns that they've brought, because he's like, they'll kill us if they ha- if we have these. So it's not like they're not going to see them toss these bags out, yeah, out of the right. car. It's just, it's a lot of... Well, it's also convoluted, because, like, the plane has gone down to the end of the runway turned around to taxi to come off mm-hmm. to take off the other way so that they have this momentary thing where yeah. the car and the plane are coming to each towards well each the other. plane had to take off into a headwind hmm. for reasons sure so yeah. because of all the cocaine like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah they drive so after they dump the guns they drive another hundred yards mm-hmm. and they run into like the river or something yeah they don't drive into the river but 
Yeah, but they have to stop. They have to stop because they're cornered. And um, Robert Duvall gets out to talk to the federales. This is the one thing that doesn't cost $3,000. This only costs $100. Right. Yeah. And, and a punch in the face. Yeah. yeah. So he basically bribes the guy. Like, yeah. And it's actually, as bribe scenes go, this one's like a little bit cooler and more subtle than just like trying to palm the guy $100. Mm-hmm. He tucks it like in his, in his waistband. Mm-hmm. And then kind of is gesturing vaguely in the direction of it. Yeah. And the Federale hits him and takes the money. And he's like, all right, you guys can fuck off now. So they begin to fuck off. And then the Federales are like, aha, but wait, there's more. And they shoot all their tires out. Yeah. Well, just half of them, but enough. Uh, was yeah. it half of them? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I thought it was just all the front of them. ones or whatever. So this is probably as good a time as any to point out uh, a weird thing about this movie. There's plenty of weird things, but. Yeah. Uh, it's not, maybe I'm only speaking for myself, like, I always like it too, like, I think you have some inherent knowledge of, like, your neighboring country's language. Like, England probably speaks a little bit of French just because of the vicinity and mm-hmm. whatnot, and I feel like most people in America probably have just a smattering of Spanish thanks to Mexico, you yeah. know? And, a little bit of Canadian, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that's one of those boot. Um, but yeah, but like this movie has very sporadic subtitles. Like, in fact, I really feel like there's, there's only, only like, one scene. one section that it has subtitles yeah. at all. And so sometimes it's just you can get it through context clues. Some of it's not very difficult Spanish what they're saying. Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a little weird because it will be some fairly long stretches where it's like I'm getting this, but like is everyone else that <laughs> like yeah? And yeah. I f- I guess I feel like you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be experiencing the scene like the sure. the these Illinois guys are, where they know something's going on, but they don't know what exactly they're saying. Because the only scene that's subtitled is the only one they don't appear in. Right. It is when the drug guy uh, checks okay. in on his lab, it's and there's yeah. nobody. You know, there's no English speakers in that scene. It's possible that it is a was a dramatic choice to do it yeah. that way. I, I mean, usually that's how it works. Yeah. Is when you want people a little disoriented, you don't subtitle it but yeah. it's also kind of annoying because it's like usually they don't go for a long time yeah and these seem to go that little bit longer than you'd think yeah. right with the back and forth yeah you keep waiting for it to like zoom in on one of their mouths and then pull it back when they're speaking english now but yeah it never happens yeah. they and do they do switch to english mid-scene that for during the bribe yeah. scene yeah. for some reason oh uh, he yeah he asked him if he speaks english and i think yeah. I think it's because Robert Duvall wants the guys in the car to hear it. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Yeah. But um, also, Robert Duvall is speaking pretty decent Spanish. Like, it's for an American, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah. Good job, Good old Baconator. <laughs> yeah, I just, it, it seemed like as good a time as any mm-hmm. to point out because yeah. this, like, this bribe, bribery scene goes on for a while, a lot of it in Spanish, and right. there's plenty mm-hmm. of other scenes in like. Yeah, primarily in Spanish. Yeah, basically whenever Robert Duvall has to talk to anybody yeah. in Spanish. But anyway, but uh, anyway, yeah. That, so they have to walk, and then the next scene is them just at the hotel. Yeah, yes. this is a lot of like, hey, you guys hide out here. They, I don't know. It's again, this is where I'm like wondering what was cut because it seems like they become suspicious of what Robert Duvall's doing. But well, we did never... just... I don't blame them because he keeps going, give me $3,000 sure, and I'll come and, back. And you better not ask too many questions. But less questions asked, the better. Yeah. Um, not really. Better not ask any questions a little more. It's a little more yeah. direct and like, hey, I'm, I'm clearly stealing from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's 
but they would just immediately like try to follow him and then get accosted by Tuss, which is just a moment to show that Robert Duvall can take down like four dudes with pipes. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. look great from an action movie fight standpoint. No. I mean, it's also it's definitely edited around him not really yeah. being able to do any of that stuff. Yeah, this is this is not nobody in your know, you know like the later like yeah. let's make people who aren't really action people look like they're action people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. That just happens. But yeah, he, Robert Duvall, like all of that bullshit aside of like stay in the hotel, don't follow me, but you're gonna follow me anyway. He he's trying to go to a contact to like. I guess it's a guy he once dealt with again, just shady stuff, but he's yeah. trying to get information about well, Ocho Bar, which is the yeah. main bad and guy. And he's also trying to get weapons. And weapons, yes. Yeah, because they ditched him. Why they didn't just pick him back up, who knows? They didn't go that far when they drove. Yeah. Whatever. Don't know. Yeah, but but they have to get more weapons. So, of course, he sets up the deal for $3,000. They go immediately get busted by... By the actual police. Yeah. And then it begins like a long second act chunk where they're in, in custody. I mean, not yeah. forever, but longer than it probably should have, should be. Yeah. I, I just mean, it, it, it goes for a while. It's like there's an interrogation scene where they've got a taser, which was probably hot shit in 1986. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, not many people have seen it, but they keep tasing Robert Duvall to, like tell us who sent you, and he's like, nobody. We're here on our own, and yeah. they yeah. don't like that answer. And they and they torture the brother, or it's at least it's it's assumed that they do that they zap him as well because he's like, no, I set it up. It's my brother, and they're like, quit lying. Yeah, it, it's a it's a weird cut because like I I don't know. Again, I I'm not sure what all was in this movie, and it's it's hard to say because it, again, it's just. What seems on the surface is it seems that they're hinting at uh, that the police captain might be homosexual and was going to molest the brother because he's like he refers to as like bring the pretty one in here and then he gets mm-hmm. very leery with him as yeah. he's quite, I don't know I'm just saying it because it's like the second he's like yeah. he cops and says the exact same thing it's like they're being like thrown in a van it's like okay what happened yeah <laughs> yeah but they 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 get transported out to an airfield marched over to a hangar. And then, yeah, this is where the not John Aston guy looks <laughs> like the Gomez Adams guy. It's that other guy. Um, he's the CIA yeah. or whatever guy. He Matt is. Clark is yeah. the actor's name, yeah. but yeah, but he, yeah, and he's he's like, I'm the, I'm from the embassy. I didn't get news of this till this morning, so sorry about that. But you're going back. Don't do this again. What you did was really stupid. You could have died. <laughs> How about you go back to the U.S. Plane leaves in 10 minutes. And they're like, yeah, well, what about Harry? They're like, hey, we've been negotiating with them. He should get released within a day or two. Trust me. And so the guys are like, okay, cool. That's That worked out, didn't it? And then Robert Duvall's just like, they ain't doing shit for them, are they? And then he's just like, he gives him a look. And he's just like, well, have a nice flight. And just kind of leaves. Yeah. And then Duvall goes in to meet with the guys. And he's like, they're not fucking doing it. They're, they're, they're not, he's, he's stuck. He's screwed. If he, if we don't save him, nobody's going to save him. Let's get Harry. Let's get Harry. Yeah. But nobody ever says, let's get Harry. Not again. Oh, they only say it once. I know. They only say it in the very beginning. And it's, it's very disappointing because it was a good point to have a. That's when it should have been. Yeah. Not I was like, in, you in. Yeah. Let's get Harry. You know, like drop the hammer on that scene. Yeah. And no, they don't. But 
Either way, they're they're back in, so they're on the plane, and as the plane's taxiing, Duvall pulls a knife out of his belt buckle and and, gra- and grabs the grabs the uh, the embassy guy. What did you say? I was gonna say he bought that in Soldier of Fortune magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I he guaranteed a, a thousand percent did. Guns and ammos and belts. Yeah. yeah. Or that Bud K catalog. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but he's got the knife to the guy's neck and then they uh the guards that are in the plane put their guns down. And then the guys just start jumping out the side before it can, you know, get off the runway. Some good stunts. It, it's good stuff. Guys stunting. falling out of a DC ten. Other than it's like, you know, that there is this isn't a very large plane. I like that it, it's played like there is zero connection to the cockpit and what is going on in the it, it, back there. I'm just, mm-hmm. I just think yeah. that like I, weren't there guns shot and stuff, and people are still like diving out, and the plane still As, never stops. Yeah, because the the first four guys, first three guys get out, and then uh, Biff Tannen busts his ankle or something, and they're trying to get, and then basically Robert Duvall's trying to get Rick Rosovich out, and he's like. No man, no. I'm going home. No, this this is this has already gone too far. No, and so then he ends up staying on the plane, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's when Robert Duvall jumps out, and that's when the guy starts trying to shoot at him, and Rick Rosovich tackles tackles the mm-hmm. the guy, the uh, soldier with the gun. Yeah, but then the plane just takes off. Yeah, the pilot's probably just used to that shit. He's like, whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I fly in in and out of Columbia all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forget about it, Jake. Yeah. It's Columbia. like I said, it's, it's just it, it's played. Almost like you know, like a runaway train scene. It's like, I, yeah. wouldn't they just stop the plane and be like, "Get back it's on a, here"? It's a like, missile the size of <laughs> a regular building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now they're back on it, and uh, they they get they get their they make their way into the jungle, and that's when Robert Duvall is like, he's patching up Biff Tannen's leg for whatever he. I guess he just cut himself because it wasn't like they put a splint on I, it. They just I honestly wrapped think it and, he's sewing up his leg, so he must yeah. have just cut it. I, I feel like. I don't know if he got grazed by a bullet that was like they were shooting, but I mean, what looked like it happened is that the 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 stunt went bad and the stunt person twisted their ankle really badly falling out of the plane, and yeah. they had to then make, write that yeah, in, write that in, or something is yeah. what it seemed like happened. But. Yeah, but but this is this is the point where they're so they're in the jungle, they're patching them up, and you know this is kind of like you get your 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 Quint telling the story of the of the ship thing where he's just like yeah you don't know what's going to happen until it happens and when you're in the shit yeah it's things like go down eyes. and you don't know what's going <laughs> to you don't know what's going to happen and then the the guys and he's like you realize you're going to have to kill some people you know are you ready to do this and then i'm i'm just thinking now you ask them this like maybe ask them this back in the barn in the united states yeah that seems like a garage question like day yeah. 1 <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'll help you, but are you... you yeah, know. like, you are literally going to have to kill other human beings. Are you okay with this? And they're all like, yeah. yeah well, of course, Busey's like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. Busey's most dangerous game yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll kill everybody. But, you know, the rest hey, of them... Is Ice-T going to be there? You know, the brother's like, I'm going to do what it takes. And Glenn Fry's like, hey, man, is there coke involved? And then, you know... Yeah. And Biff Tan is the only one who's just kind of like doesn't really say much of anything, but, but you know, the, they're like, all right, let's do this, and and then he has to teach them gun safety. He honestly he has to teach them scene. to gun. Yeah, this they become full fledged soldiers of fortune based on Robert Duvall giving him the safety precursor to a laser tag match. Right. Which yeah. is basically what he, he sits him down and it's like no live training whatsoever. It's just here's how you hold the gun. 
you know yeah trigger discipline like, yeah and then it, he it, says the line that bj says in her intro which is like yeah. bullets don't go, go where, where you want wish. them to they yeah. go where they're you know where you aim and then he's like all right i knight these soldiers <laughs> yeah. go forth and murder <laughs> yeah. i it's actually really interesting that he does the whole keep your booger hooks off the bang switch uh thing because mm-hmm. that for one that didn't happen in movies fucking ever and for two like just like normal people didn't know about that yeah it's very interesting well it just shows that they he did work with yeah actual gun trainers yeah you know yeah. like i said it's just it's just funny that like their entire training is like that little safety course you get before you do laser mm-hmm. tag or yeah. yeah however when they actually do start shooting they they were not trained for anything no but they do seem to have a lot of fun with it yeah for the most part like um there's some good gun faces. Oh yeah. And there's a guy who ends up with um it's a pair of I think mini Uzis. Yeah. And he's just fucking triggers down, fun switch engaged. Yeah, Let's go. It. Yeah. Yep. Well what's great about that, so that's um that's not Matt Dillon. That has that is John Wooing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he he's like shown akimbo gunning and then like two seconds later they they shoot something that blows up or something and Glenn Fry actually goes, Whoa! And I'm like, oh, he's wooing too. Yeah, he's John but, wooing and Glenn. Like, wooing. I just, I love that this guy is 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 John wooing with two with two Uzis, no less. Mm-hmm. Like Uzis. Like shooting a gun with your offhand is really, really, really fucking hard. Yes, like it's exceptionally hard to do. Not even with accuracy, just to like be able to be in the right direction. And to yeah. like be able to pull the trigger and still hold on to it with your offhand, like people don't. Like, it's like the movies always make it look easy, but it's like, yes, you know, this guy just steps up and he's double fisting Uzis, and you're like, no, no, you, sir. Yeah, one of those is is going. Yeah, behind one him. of those immediately sprayed into the ceiling, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then killed a seven year old. Yeah, um, I mean, but just even like a low powered firearm is like, no, this it's is awkward. Yeah, it's it. it I mean, it's really hard. Non-dominant hand, yeah, yeah. But anyway, rant over. Many Uzis wouldn't. It's not. They would be much. That'd be like. I mean, it's just. Yeah, but they would immediately kick up. Either way, yeah. But he did have. He did have both mini and mini Uzis. Because the reason this happens is they go to what I assume is supposed to be a meeting point, and that's when they find uh, the chick from Predator. Right, and they get ambushed. And they yeah, get somehow, ambushed. Yeah, sometimes Robert Duvall knows she's behind. Like, it's sort of like it's sort of like a cave slash a man-made thing that's just been overgrown. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's like behind a pillar or something, and somehow he knows she's there and calls out to her yeah. so that she comes out. And then I don't really. This is guy. Guy is just kind of like, haha, from like I, out I of the jungle. I think Gary basically. Busey spots one of them. Yeah, it's it feels like there's guys up top, and like it's immediately just a complete firefight. Yeah, I feel like we just we had that brief moment. It was like, hey, is that the lady from Predator? And it was just like, oh shit, there are guys here now. I, yeah. What happened? Where did they come from? I mm-hmm. like I was reconcil- I was reconciling the one thing, and, and then like next thing I know, it was like there was a firefight. Yeah. There was a firefight. Yeah. I don't. Does it ever get explained who these guys are? Uh, they do, it, uh, because okay. one of them pulls a mask off one of them, and it's, it's the police chief yeah, from earlier. Right. It's the police yeah, chief. Yeah, the creepy police guy from earlier. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I yeah. Okay, like, right. I so, don't yeah. know why they're back but, in here, but okay. But yeah, but this is where, like, this is the first time any of them have actually fired their guns. And we see, obviously, that Robert Duvall knows what he's doing, because yeah. he better I, know what he's doing. All right, so I think I'm realizing now that I'm putting together that 
Ocho Bar hired them in the first place. Like, I feel like, all right, so maybe it's it's possible that the guy Robert Duvall went to see and gave him the $3,000 and we thought that he set him up because they have this really bizarre, like, it's... I, I don't want, you know, like, I'm not trying to... I'm but, begging for you to wrap this thread. Huh? <laughs> like, I'm begging for you to, like, follow this thread and find it. Um, you're doing great. Keep going. Okay. I want to know. I'm confused. Now. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. But the, the, so, so it's, it's possible. So you think Ochabar, the drug dealer, hired yes. the cops. So I don't remember the guy that they went to that we thought screwed him over by sending him to buy guns and they got caught mm-hmm. by the federal, well, by the actual police or whatever. But so there was, there's a little person there that is like running the gun meet because it's, it, it, I'm just saying it, like, it's only of note because it's like, it just seems like maybe you took like the, the, bonding a little too much like james bonding not right other kinds of mm-hmm. bonding just in like this is maybe a little bit too weird of a locale like that he's got this uh you know like old fort and it's a mm-hmm. little person and he's got a top hat and, <laughs> and i don't know it's just it was a very strange scene and then suddenly they're surrounded by cops mm-hmm. but i'm saying perhaps it was Ochubar that stepped in and made them get set up there and hired the police or tip them off because remember he keeps going to the guy at the radio and he's like any other news or whatever. So I'm thinking maybe that guy was like communicating with the police and that's why he sent them out. Like you didn't get them last time or the, the embassy or whatever got them out, go get them again. They're going to be in the jungle. Cause he, there was a brief scene where he pulls a, uh Mark, Mark Harmon out of the, and he's like, Oh, I, I've heard that your brother is coming and trying to rescue. And I have a, I have a surprise waiting for him in the jungle mm-hmm. or, or something. I have a surprise yeah. waiting for him. Anyway, why he would be pulling the strings of these guys and why he didn't have like more trained, you know, jungle soldiers than the local police people. I don't know. It's expensive, man. Perhaps. Anyway. Sometimes you just got to buy the local the police cheese. only cost $3,000. Yeah, yes. yeah, so. It's clear. Yeah. yeah but, um, yeah, they get in this whole firefight, and we see that obviously Robert Duvall knows what he's doing. We also see that Gary Busey, for all his bluster, knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, immediately he can shoot. Yeah, uh, Glenn Fry, not so much. Nobody's having a great time. Oh man, he's that, like he's like he is. He's like yeah. firing from the waist. Yeah, and just giving gun face. Uh, same same with the younger brother. Uh, but Biff Tannen has just. He's disassociated for a minute there. Yeah. Because he, he is very much like, fuck, this is real. Fuck. Yeah. Which would probably be my reaction, honestly, if I suddenly ended, like, if I'd been like, yeah, this training was fun. Guns are cool. And then, like, when you're actually being shot at by people, yeah, I, I would probably do the same thing he does, which is just like, fuck me. I don't know. How did this happen? I think happen? that's I how most people do I don't know yeah. how if i do the same thing. I mean, I think his instinct was like, I need to escape from this situation, you know, flight or fight. You Mm -hmm, know, I think he was definitely choosing flight. Um, But he basically, his way of leaving the situation was just to stand up from cover and start walking into the middle of the, of where Mm -hmm. the gun battle was happening. You would think he's basically in shock, I guess. You you would think somehow like your brain would have enough, like, nope, leave enough, (laughs) like, like just like basic direction left in, in the tank of like opposite from danger. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) Yeah, but not, not for him. Not definitely not, him. because what happens is he kind of wanders out. Robert Duvall tackles him, tries to scramble back to cover and just gets fucking mowed down. Riddled with bullets. Yeah, it, like like there's a lot of goofy, you know, guys suddenly legs fly out, ah, die in the air. This is like <laughs> shockingly realistic. 
Yeah, this is because like, he just kind of like in, sputters in, in, a couple times, like yeah. slow motion, like yeah, know, like <laughs> yeah. He just kind of like you see him get shot, you see him sputter a couple times, and then just collapse. Yeah, yeah, and, pretty much. And he's straight up dead. And dedication to acting, he chooses his death pose with like eyes slightly open, so that they have he has to maintain that for every single take. Yep, mm-hmm. like the exact same like dead mm-hmm. dead expression. So yeah, but but honestly, like I think we were all shocked. We were like, holy shit! Like yeah. they just killed him. Right. These guys are fucked because <laughs> he's the only one that spoke Spanish. He was the only one that knew where the fuck they were going. Any of it. But he's the only one who's basically any good at anything. Yeah. But but now he's dead and they're all just like, we're fucked. We are completely yeah. fucked. They do manage, I think, to, to kill the rest of the guys or at least run yeah. them off. Yeah. Well, they don't even realize he's dead until the firefight's yeah. done. Um, then they discover that it's the, the police captain. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that's when Busey pulls the hood off yeah. and says, oh, "Oh shit!" And then they've captured the girl, mm-hmm. and yeah. so they uh, Busey ties her to a table, yeah, and starts yelling at her. Um, he's doing the you know American in a foreign land. Uh, he doesn't speak a lick of Spanish, so well he he speaks like one phrase of, of mm-hmm. Spanish, which is uh, "Donde está los americanos," mm-hmm. and then. Proceeds to continue shouting at her in Spanish. And then he decides it's torture time. Yeah. The most fun time. Yeah. And the younger brother's like, the fuck are you doing? No. Yeah. No, we're not doing this. And basically fights Busey and knocks the wind out of him, kind of. Like, he's able to, like, yeah. pick him up and just ram him into the into the wall. Is Busey supposed to be, an like, an, an old dude in this? Or a slightly old dude? I or don't like, think so. Is he supposed to be I think he's supposed to be about age? the same age they all are. Yeah. Okay, like mid thirties probably, because I mean that I think that's how old he was then. I don't I don't know Busey's age for sure, but I mean it was still near the beginning of his career because it was early eighties. Yeah. yeah, I want to say like his Buddy Holly thing was like super early eighties or late seventies. Yeah. Was like when his first thing was. I don't know. Just Gary Busey always looks older than yeah, he does. Everybody else, but but either way, he gets he gets the wind knocked out, and he's like, all right, fine. Like you know, he's like, I'm not fighting you over this. And so he cuts the girl loose, and he's like, I don't know if you understand me, but I'm sorry. You know, but, and then starts kind of just ranting to himself, like, we're never going to find my brother. We're in the middle of nowhere. We're never going to get out of here. And that's when she's like, I will help you. Because she understands the English. She does. Yep. So she gets him a boat, and they run into another, like, another American guy there. Yeah, for whatever like it seemed like it was going to be like a CIA plan or something. I mean, that's the way they're playing it. Is like this, like somebody's following them, keeping tabs. Yeah, again, you it, just feel like something something bigger is going to drop at any point in this movie. It's either that or it's just like, hey, this is one of the director's buddies who wanted to get his card, so he needed some lines. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they that, just, that's not the same place to me because they're just like, uh, hey man, and he's like, hey, good to see some other Americans here. No, we're uh, we're Canadian. Yeah. Uh, a a. <laughs> And and then he's like, "All right, well, just be careful out there." And then that's that's it. That's, yeah, like, like there's nothing else no. from that guy. No. It, this this is definitely a movie that feels like there's a bunch of threads that like the editing changed considerably. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely, yeah. But uh, they yeah, because there's there's also like a weird half-assed funeral attempt for Robert Duvall. Like they've just got kind of all this shit sitting on a log. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. mean, like his, knife, his combat knife, and like you know, like they take a moment, like look at the pictures that were in his. I mean, there's just like things that never really like. What'd you do with the body? Like, mm-hmm. did you did you actually bury him? Like, it just kind of cuts to like 
they're just rifling through his shit and yeah only really comes in the only thing that only slightly comes into play is that they've got his medal of honor and it will show up in a very weird yeah inconspicuous place later that probably was supposed to mean something but doesn't yeah yeah but they they take the boat and they basically get into the camp yeah like she's given the whole like i again i'm never really sure like did she full-on work for the drug guy and she just had a change of heart because he stopped Gary Busey from torturing her. Like, I don't really understand what her part in all this is, but she gives him like the whole details of the, of the operation. So she's yeah. clearly been there. I think maybe we saw her very briefly earlier. Like it might've been a foreshadowing maybe. thing. Like I, I feel like there was, there was a female somewhere in the background. It might've been her. I'm mm-hmm. just saying like when there was other, like moving the prisoners from one place to another or something, I just feel like, yeah, it might have been her in the background, but anywho, they they know the layout, so they they're doing the little like, all right, you know, I'll be the stick, you be the car, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. and they're just like laying out like all they're gonna. You know, they they're suddenly full on soldiers after their laser tech laser tag pep talk. Yeah, um, yeah. They just as somebody had to die to motivate them, so it was Robert. Thanks, Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they've got a plan. They're blowing up two different parts of the camp. Um, but they're also trying to find Harry wherever he's been stored, so to speak. And really it's just a matter of like, and, and this is the thing too, like Glenn Fry, like is able to like grab a dude by the head and then just fucking stabs him in the heart. And you're like, dude, you're a plumber. Like you're a factory line guy. Like that's some cold blooded shit. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> Because and that's the thing is like they're just like fucking straight up murdering dudes. Like maybe they all went on the cocaine after that. Maybe because like... because I mean like Robert Duvall did murder the contact. It it was shown later that after he got the information he needed, he's right. like, oh well. Yeah, they went back to the guy that screwed him over the first time, and mm-hmm. he had a chat with him. That's where they got the the second batch of guns. But yeah, yeah so they're showing that like yeah, there's just a shot later on of, of that guy laying with his head on the table, eyes open. Yeah. You're like, oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, so they're just going through the they're they go through this place murdering dudes, and eventually one guy like they don't kill him quick enough, and he fires his gun, and that gets everyone out, and this just starts a firefight all over the place. Yeah, not a lot of not a lot of cohesion in in the way it's filmed, or like, it's also at night too, yeah, also, and like or, all the huts look the same, yeah, or what so. people are doing. Like I, at this point, like I, it we're semi clear on what the good guys are doing, which is like sneak into the watchtower and the and the drug lab. And set up explosions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, it's, yeah, just long. Which, which one of them does by uh, lighting a cigarette and then putting it between the, like, like the, the twine, the that's, twine yeah. that's holding it up so that when the cigarette burns down far enough, it'll yeah, the, burn the twine. Yeah, there's a, there's a lantern, like a, you know, something yeah. that would actually probably create a good yeah, fire, like, a, like the cigarette. And it, yeah, he's got the cigarette. That's, it, that's his timer. Slow burn, yeah. Yeah. Which that would work. I mean, they put, uh, they put, I don't know what they put into cigarettes at some point to stop them from burning on their own, mm-hmm. but that was actually like a safety feature they put in so that they burn out on their own a lot faster than they used to. New Marlboro safety cigarettes. No, I'm just, I'm saying, uh, like, I mean, you're, yeah, you're not, back you're in the not 80s, like cigarettes, would, like you could light a cigarette and it would burn all the way to the end right. without you even hailing. <laughs> you like to smoke in bed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do we. Try Marlboro uh, Red. <laughs> or Marlboro Dense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, silica. They put it on the paper. Mm. Yeah, there's so. a uh, it's basically sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like titties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that, but they're just they're just murdering dudes, and and they apparently got a lot of magazines to keep popping in these things. Oh sure, because yeah. they go through a lot of them, a whole lot. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just a lot of dudes getting shot, a lot of dudes taking cover, a lot more dudes getting shot. Um, eventually, they do catch up with uh, the the main drug dealer guy has taken Harry and the diplomat and he's trying to get to the boats and they're able to kind of, and it's Gary Busey and the brother are able to kind of pin him down, not really pin him down, but they both got guns on him. They're like, dude, they give it up. And they end up shooting Gary in, and the drug dealer's like, nah, fuck you. And shoots Gary Busey. And then Gary, as he's falling is able to shoot the guard on one side and then shoot the other guard on the other side before he dies right yep, then. Yep. And it's like, ah, the two best guys are dead now, but this gives the brother enough time to tackle everyone. Well, Mark Harmon like grabs the gun and yeah. you know, so gets it off him, him himself. And so it starts a struggle there. Yeah. And the brother to his credit, doesn't try to uh, one shot the drug dealer. He tackles them both. And oh, he gives them the spear. Yeah. It's Goldberg with the spear, like yeah, right, right. Off, off the, off the dock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they, they end up, they all end up in the water. Uh, Mark Harmon, Dan Harmon's sexy, sexy dad, is able to climb out onto the dock, even though he's he's got his hands bound. And then the brother and the uh, and the drug dealer are just struggling in the water. The brother's got a big old knife. I don't know where he even got the knife, but he's he's trying to stab him. That was probably Robert Duvall's knife. It was on his was it his okay pile. Yeah, <laughs> it's not well, a pirate. It's well, he's putting it to good use because yeah, he's he's trying to stab him in the water, and then they eventually both go under, and then. Mark Harmon's like, Corey, Corey, where are you? And then it's Schrodinger stabbing. Yeah. And you see equally stabbed. (laughs) Yep. And you see a hand come out of the water and then it's the drug dealer pulling himself up. However, he tilts his head down a little and you see the, you see the knife sticking out of his back and then he collapses. And then the brother comes up out of the water and hooray. Hooray. He's saved. Yeah. And so now they got to get the fuck out of there. Problem is, Biff Tannen has uh, gotten himself pinned down and is out of bullets. Well, so he's kind of screwed. Because Glenn Fry, there there was a whole thing with Glenn Fry where he went he the place he was blowing up happened to be the place that was chock full of coke, just bundles hmm. and bundles of coke, and we're just like, oh, yeah, Glenn Fry's eating well tonight. <laughs> but no, he does not. He does not partake. He stays focused. He defeats his demons. He, he and... did grab two bags and set them aside. I'm, I'm, I posit that he had those on his person when they left. I wouldn't be surprised. I, he specifically I mean, he takes like two like the kilo bags and, and like and sets them aside, and then he starts stabbing all the buckets of flammable liquids. Yep. Um, hey, it was the so, freshest stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it hadn't been slid open yet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but either way, he he. He, he lets himself blow up that that whole facility. I think he let himself blow, too. I yeah. mean, so. Hey. Yep. Yeah, because he gets to the dock, and they're like, dude, where's Biff Tannen? And they're like, oh, fuck, we got to go back and get Biff. So he Biff has killed a whole bunch of dudes. Like, he just keeps popping around the corner with it with his little Uzi and just, just takes out groups of them. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he pops around the corner and goes, click, click, and... He knows he's fucked. But he's not because they run around the corner and gun down all the dudes. Yeah. 
Oh, it's because he he, uh, he he prayed for death. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he literally did because he, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did the stations, and then like yeah, like two seconds later, it's like here they come, the cavalry. Yep. But they, uh, so they get him to the dock, and they all hop on the boat, and this is what was weird, which I saw it, and Harlow pointed out just a second later. Yeah, like at the end of the dock, they have like jammed uh, Robert Duvall's Medal of Honor to like the end pole piling whatever mm-hmm. and uh yeah like right next to the pile of stuff that's about to blow it up so i i i guess they're like because because this is for his whole his whole quint story was basically yeah. like i got this medal of honor because i was in nom or laos or maybe if they was in laos or somewhere we weren't supposed to be but whatever um anyway yeah oh it's a big shocker uh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh anyway but yeah i just say it was like then like we we pulled out too soon, and I got like three or four people die, kill or something like that because we didn't just hold our ground long. Yeah, they were the guys yeah. I couldn't save. I yeah. see their faces every night. Yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. The so, usual. So maybe it was like a you know Viking funeral like mission accomplished sort of thing. I don't know. It just it feels weird that it's suddenly there and there's no acknowledgement of it, no. but it's very prominently in the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably like mention this is on Amazon Prime. Should you want to watch it, and it's a it's a pretty. I mean, it's a it's a very good copy. There are certain scenes that it's lesser quality, but like yeah. for the most part, a this very is a, grainy. Yeah, but there's still some a very sharp copy of this movie. Yeah, yeah, but they they take off from the dock, and Glenn Fry is able to shoot the uh, shoot the gas can that's there, blows up the dock. Yep. Next thing you know, they're it, all back in Illinois. Yeah, it fades to black. As soon as they drive away, basically, in the boat, and then fades back up to Aurora, Illinois, the steam fitters, pipe and valve, manufactory joint, mm-hmm. and there's polka music going on. And Well, first we get the factory floor. Like they, they oh, that's PA, right. They yeah, PA yeah, announced yeah, it of like, yeah. Harry's, Harry has been rescued. Yeah, yeah. Harry Burke or Harry Burka, whatever. I don't know. What is this? Burke? Uh, Harry Burke. Harry Burke. Okay. Yeah. Harry, yeah. Mer- Harry Merkin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah uh but yeah so they're like yeah so everyone in the factory is like ooh and hugs and stuff and then yeah cut to they their their celebratory party is a oompa band and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the the elk's lodge is coming yep. out in full force and, and the dad acknowledges the younger son he's like okay I, true, I yeah. actually do have a son now yeah. right I have two sons my two sons yeah and Rick Rosovich is there and they all he's he's kind of giving them a look like yeah man. Glad you're alive. Leave me out of it. And they eventually, <laughs> you know, they eventually go over like, oh, come here, everybody. Yeah. Well, Mark Harmon, world's sexiest man, extended the olive branch first. Yeah. He was like, I, I mean, think, it, yeah, I think if he was like a Dan oh, Harmon's sexy, sexiest sexy, sexy, sexy dad, dad in the world. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I think it was Dan Harmon's sexy, sexy dad was how he was supposed to describe. <laughs> yes. World's sexiest that man, is... Dan Harmon's dad. Hmm. Yeah, but they are all like, ah, everything's great. Harry's still alive. Gary Busey, yeah, we were really friends with him anyway. Yeah, well, nobody Same with Robert uh, yeah. Duvall. That well, okay. So that's the weird thing is Gary Busey is not mentioned for the rest of the film. No, but no surprise that Robert Duvall isn't because he was just some creepy dude that showed up, right? Uh, yeah. You didn't know what they say about life, Chevrolet. He was a Chevrolet yeah, yeah, dealer. Yeah, yeah, I got that. It's not exactly Shea Lavi, but he was. <laughs> it was close enough. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, and then the that thing where all the words go on the screen. Credits. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, the movie's over, and then we do the ratings. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, as, I as guess... You, as you pointed out, this is the... The, uh, the the music was done by the same person who did the iconic music for Terminator 1. I guess... And 2. And 2? Yes. I was about to say, I was going to say, the music really ramps up yeah, in 2 Brad more Fiedel. so than 1. I mean... Yeah, but Brad, Brad Fiedel did, did them just, both. Felt like he ran a tip Not, track on this one. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, as you pointed out, having a musical guy like Glenn Frey in here, and then just having a soundtrack that's kind of yeah. Meh. I'm not saying I like I I I do not adore the music of the Eagles, but I mean when you it always annoys me when you you think there might be a rock song in here somewhere. I feel like there was I feel like there was a at least a, I think there was a Glenn Frey song at one point in the bar in a scene that he was featured prominently in. If it wasn't, it was somebody trying to be 80s Glenn Fry, mm. like the Heat Is On style song, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I don't know, but I yeah, I didn't care enough to Shazam it or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just like whenever whenever you have a musical person in a, in a movie like this and the soundtrack is like, doopie, 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 it's like, yeah. can you, did you not think to ask? Can you put them? some effort into yeah. it? It's like if you, if you fed 80s action movies into some sort of AI music generator and said, okay, now spit me out an acceptable 80s action movie soundtrack. Yeah, but this felt like, score. like, this felt like, like if the algorithm was like, uh, action movie, but with a tinge of drama, because I feel like a good 80s action movie would have a lot more drums and like, you know, uh, like snare drums, like, you know, like, like military style, like, yeah stuff this was a lot, this was a lot this like good enough I this guess. was like oh, yeah. i don't know harry's in trouble anyway i guess we should give readings sure uh i'll, I'll go ahead and go yeah. I, uh, <laughs> doesn't sound is, like you want to go well i mean i i just this is a tough one i and it's it's weird because i feel like we i've been on this kick for a while where it's just like is this a one bag or one jocks or it's just like and I gotta, I gotta go with one bag. I mean, like, despite even Busey being fun, Busey, this movie's just too discombobulated to be much fun. It's really slow. It's really slow, and like that. I mean, the I understand like the the by the book. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna quote like how to write a screenplay or Joseph Campbell bullshit like that. I'm just saying like that. Like you know, this moment is coming. Like when they get picked up by the police in the second act, and then it just. But still, it just. It doesn't heighten anything. It sucks the fucking wind out of the movie. And that's like, you know, like when you have yeah. that extra bit of tension or whatever, it's supposed to like ramp it up. It's I think the just... issue is like things are rendered time wasters, like the car thing. Oh, for sure. They yeah. shoot the tires out and it's like, well, the car was that was a waste of time. You know, it, the, every, everything with them getting arrested, they mm-hmm. just they're like, oh, you're on a plane going back. It's like that was a waste of time because you still end up in the same place. Right. You've just wasted all this time getting there. And there's no, like, there's no triumph over adversity. It's just adversity happens, and then the next scene, they're just over it. Yeah. Like, like in another, in some other movie, when they have to walk from the airfield, there would be strife there, and mm-hmm. there would be a chance for them to overcome something. Yeah. But they don't. They just walk back to the town and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're back on track finding another guy you know yeah. every time they get into trouble it's not really a hindrance like mm-hmm. even when 
um, when Robert, Harry, Harry and the Hindrance. Harry and the Hindrance. Okay, okay. <laughs> that, that, hang on. Um, God, I'm going to have to put that on a Photoshop <laughs> file now. Oh, you have two options to choose from. Yeah. Um, but, like, even when Robert Duvall goes down, that, that doesn't really get in their way. They just kind of plot along, and they mm-hmm. they manage to rescue their brother anyway. Yeah, yeah. It it really feels like you know, like they asked for like no onions on their hamburger, and they got onions in the hamburger, and they're just like, oh damn it! And anyway, just pick those off. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's exactly. it's just yeah. like you know, like they have this momentary of like, oh damn it! Uh, anyway, yeah. like oh, why does McDonald's dice them? God, <laughs> it's so hard to get them off. But then they manage to just like scrape them all off yeah. with yeah. one swipe of the plastic yeah. knife. Yeah. yeah, or they just realized they really knife. didn't mind onions all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So so, so one bags. Yeah, just like I said, it's just like even with the Buseyisms, like I mean, and he is doing some better than like we've watched other Busey movies, looking for some of the energy that Busey brings to this movie yes. and not getting it. It's just it's surrounded by meh for the most part. Mm-hmm, like yeah. it, it, he has one very oh, it's I I I, I it's a scene I I only wanted to mention it only because it it I it it harkens so much to a modern movie that people will relate to more. That I was like, wow, uh, there is a scene, it's when they're going into, and they're trying to be stealthy, and they're going into, uh, uh, whatever, eight bathrooms, what is it, Octobara, or Octobar, yeah, yeah I, at Oct- first I thought they said his name yeah. was o- Octobanyo, uh, or something like that, yeah, Ochobar, yeah, um, anyway, because, uh, like, PC has a blowgun, and, like, oh, yeah, and, like, Ed snipes this one dude, and he's like, <laughs> when he get, when he does it and it works, that it was, like, this whole, like, s- sequence was very reminis- uh, reminiscent of the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad, but mm-hmm. the, you know, on up far onto the on-the-nose uh, soundtrack. But, yeah, there's, there's a scene where, like, it's very similar where, like, they're just showing off, like, their cool ways to kill people as they're entering a camp but while staying stealthy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go on as long. It's just, like, when this was happening, I was like, man, like, did they, you know, every time I see something like mm-hmm. this, I'm like, did they pull inspiration from this, even yeah. perhaps unbeknownst to them? Yeah, because I, yeah. I love that he explains the blow dart. He's like, yeah, you just put poison on the end. It's the deadliest stuff on earth. If you pull it off, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and then he then he just gets the guy. It's like right just, in the neck. He's just like, don't breathe in, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he gets that guy in the neck. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't do that, but he just gives that little. Yeah. Oh. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. I did that. You yeah. all know what the Gary Busey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm just saying, like there, there are things like that in this movie that we've looked for in other Gary Busey movies that it's that's not there. It's just everything that's not involving Gary Busey is kind of a slog. Yeah. yeah. Gary Busey uh, should have been the mercenary. <laughs> just let him. Uh, just let him drive this fucking train into the ground. I don't know because Robert Duvall is so awesome in this. Yeah, Robert I really good, like him, but it's kind I mean, of wasted. Yeah, it is kind like, of wasted. But he's uh, and he's basically just doing Robert Duvall stuff. But for some yeah. reason, it all seems like an elevated level of coolness that it wouldn't have been for whatever reason. Yeah, but again, it's wasted. I feel like yeah. in, in this movie, like for one, how did they get Robert Duvall for this? But for two, why? You could have gotten anybody yeah. else, and like, okay, it wouldn't give, wouldn't have given this movie gravitas, but it's squandered anyway. That's yeah. why this is a one bags movie. It doesn't like for one, wasted energy. For two, mm-hmm. like, this should be a busy vehicle. For three, reshot for world sexiest dad 
Mark Harmon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't and even it, get into that. That seems to be why the director left, was because they forced a bunch of reshoots that had Mark Harmon in them. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about this movie, is who gives a shit? It's a fairly reasonably well done. Like, all the shots are shot pretty well. We don't have any complaints like that. It's not... It doesn't sound like shit in general. There's some... There's some not great there's some, foley. There's some happening. flubs with yeah. the foley, yeah. but yeah. like there's some really bad foley in this. It's weird. But overall, it is technically well done. Mm-hmm. It's just boring. Like, yeah, it doesn't do anything outstanding. It's a one bags for me. Yeah, I think I'm the most positive on this, and I'm only going one jocks uh, for Busey and a lot of the the shooting for Duvall as well. But yeah, it's just I I hate movies where the setups are rendered meaningless minutes later. Like, like bond world is not enough should be awesome. But that movie is full of setups that are just like five minutes later. It's like, it doesn't matter. We're moving on, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, don't waste my fucking time. Like make it mean something. And there's too many setups in here that just end up meaning nothing. This, uh, I mean, it, it's just hearkening to like my exact thoughts on like only putting this into words about this movie makes me think like that is my, kind of my problem with the creator that new movie because <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. like I said, that whole movie is just like, hey, new people, what's going on over here? Oh, you're all dead already. Anyway, <laughs> over here. Yeah. Oh, new people, what's going on? Oh, you're all dead. Anyway, moving over here. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's a lot of setup to just be like, well, moving on. Like I, I mean. I just I just hate movies that are, feel like they're full of filler, and that's what it is. It's just it's padding it out for whatever reason. And and I do wonder, you know, what if if the reshoots were just we need more Mark Harmon. Uh, it's probably all those we, cutaways we, that keep going back to like him in the cage and like trying to escape. Yeah, and I'm sure that scene probably. of them in the in the stream where he's like, you know, semi glistening with stream. Oh yeah, yeah, that was probably definitely a yeah. He wasn't shot. even dirty yet in that. Yeah, they're just like check out sexy, sexy father to. Dan Harmon here. <laughs> sexy, sexy father to television's Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I still, I still had some fun with it, but it is definitely yeah. low down on our list of, especially Busey. Just be like, yeah, there, there's yeah. like, even though I of the tiger, we feel like Busey wasn't giving us what we wanted. I'd still rather watch that than this, you know, cause there's some crazy shit in I of the tiger. <laughs> there's, and that's, like I keep saying, there's not much that's really interesting about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but I I still love the setup. I just think like yeah, you you remake this where it's like okay, it's all he's got four brothers, yeah. you know, because you you need more of that bond, but with all of them, and they're all it's named got... Brian. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, wait. I understood that. Okay, yeah. but but <laughs> but either way, like like you know, you give them a stronger tie to him. You you don't waste their time with stuff that once they get there they're just doing pointless shit, yeah. like and and you just find somebody, man I don't even know who I'd go with to do the Robert Duvall role, but you need somebody who can really what, like now, like now we're casting this a remake yeah now? like oh. like if if we were to remake this right now, I think it would work because I just I love I love the idea of it that like hey man the government nobody's gonna save him but us. And it's like, all right, send like let's let's do this. somebody like forty years old and grizzled because he's got to be special forces from the Iraq War. Yeah, right? I mean, yep. I, I, 
I don't know what he, I I I didn't only because of his association with the with the bigger movies and I think everyone associated with that. I would say the guy that was in Avatar, that that. Oh dude. yeah. But like I think I wrote Jake like, Sully. That, that's the, no, 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 the, no. The, the bad guy. Yeah, the bad. Oh, guy. the bad guy. Oh, he'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I think everyone would be dude like, from oh, Don't Speak. Yeah, yeah. the guy. Yeah. It'd be like that's the guy from Avatar, but also I don't yeah. know how old he is. Or Don't maybe. Breathe. Sorry. I think I think it'd be okay. You give him some hair. He's been in a Bathcast movie. I, I just can't remember his name. We watched something oh. with him in like in the eighties. Yeah, I know. Band of the Hand. Okay. Now I can't you guys remember, remember that. Remember that. Oh, it's Steven yeah. something, right? And uh, then yeah, like the, uh... God damn it. Now I gotta look up Band of the Hand. I love that I went to that Stephen Lang. Lang. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. It was coming to me too. Yep. But I don't know. I, I think he's just that little bit too old yeah, perhaps. for what you Maybe. want. Maybe. But then you get like Whoever is playing the world's sexiest dad part, um, he was like, he's captured by terrorists while he's working to pay, f- working out there. He takes a a lucrative but dangerous job to pay for their mom's mm-hmm. cancer treatment because all those guys just work in a factory and they can't afford, you know, that. Yeah. G- give yeah. us some more stakes and shit. I mean, it, yeah. And am make I, sure they're fucking ripped, I, I, I think there's a way to make this one work. Am yeah. I wrong in thinking that this is basically the same plot as the Dirty Dozen. I mean, is that kind of what that is? Like, like yes. we're going to go off the books and go get our friend? I mean, is yeah, like, I mean, well, there's a lot of movies. Well, yeah, I just mean, like, like, I mean, that, but... I feel like, you know, it's a it's a shortcut just to make it military guys because like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, like they're trained and nah, make it not. You got to You got to Yeah, you like got the... a little fish out of water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like City Slickers meets <laughs> mercenaries. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you got to have your. You know, you got to have your Robert Duvall character okay. give them a little crash course, mm-hmm. and they have to bumble it a little bit so oh, that they yeah. fail. What if it had just been Jack Palance, <laughs> the Robert Duvall character? In this movie? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm, like I just said or City now. Slickers, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Jack Palance back in the day, like, yeah. instead Jack of making Palance City Slickers, he was great. making a, a... Or his twin brother. Sure. <laughs> right. Because you just want to have the same guy back, even though you killed him off. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all right. It's not great. It's fine. Yeah. It's a movie. You can watch it, but generally, we're not really recommending that you do. Yeah, and if you've already paid for Prime, you can watch it for free. Yeah. Indeed. Well. Speaking of things that aren't free. Oh. Patreon.com. <laughs> oh, Patreon. Oh, you wanted me to go to Patreon first. Okay. All right. Fine. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's not free. Just I wanted by its to, very nature. I just found a segue. I wanted and to talk about. Picked it up. I wanted to talk about the free things available to BMFcast oh, listeners. You can do that as well. Emailing us, mm. calling us on the telephone nine one zero five Jux BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Visiting the website, which is bmfcast.com. Mm-hmm. Checking out the Discord, which you can find through various nefarious means. If you want an invite, just email us. You can email us directly. Or bmfcast.com. Or tweet at us, but perhaps. Uh, no, because I don't think any of us are checking the Twitter. I get notifications on oh, my okay. phone, so you can tweet well, at me, and I will give you a, way to, an invite. Way to stick with it, friend. But I, I do believe they say the best things in life aren't free. Correct. Yeah, yeah. they are at patreon.com slash bmfcast, where you can get your fill of a bunch of podcasts that we've started and stopped. Um. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of like BMF cast extra. There's like 200 of those, something like that. Mm-hmm. There's a crazy amount. Um, it's worth a few dollars a month, and it helps us pay for the servers and all that shit. So, um, yeah, uh, we appreciate we appreciate it. I know uh, we've said this a bunch, but uh, you guys keep the servers on for us. 
to keep serving you all of this mm-hmm. hot BMF cast action directly into your ear holes. And uh, so, patrons, we salute thee. Yep. And if you don't have the money to give us directly, give us some spiritual money by telling your friends uh, to listen to the BMF cast. Social currency. Yep. Yeah. Spend some of that. Just like China. Social credit. Yeah. Pay it forward or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Eat, With pray, listen. <laughs> Eat, anyway, press play, yeah. uh-huh. share with your friends. Yeah. Let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Bamfcast out.